Larry Summers, Larry Summers, former uh, economic advisor to President Obama, supposedly a, a, an economist who should have at least a modicum of progressive values in his veins. Of course, that has never been true. I mean, he doesn't support. I mean, I, I want you guys to understand what this guy just said with regards to Paul. First of all, he accuses the government, meaning the, uh, the Biden government, of overstimulating the economy, right? That's number one. So in other words, he's blaming inflation on the government having overstimulated the economy in, as, uh, in addition, to, of course, to COVID and supply chain, all those issues, which we've already refuted that all of inflation, not some, all of inflation is caused by the greed of the corporate, corporatocracy corporations, their ineptitude, their short-sightedness, and their inability to think logically. That is the reason for our inflation. Again, remember, just-in-time inventory means that if there's a hurricane, if there's a pandemic, if there is a, a political unrest in a country where we're manufacturing, that that would create issues. And therefore, in America, we should keep enough stockpiles to mitigate for a few months of that occurrence. Secondly, the, the, the fact that we are offshoring so much of our, of our products lends itself that we should, in fact, over here have much larger inventories to mitigate for those eventualities, given that we don't even want to talk about climate change, etc., which means we're going to have more shipping lanes disruptions in the future. Again, short-sightedness, ineptitude, inability to think scientifically, that is on the, that is on the hands of a business class that knows nothing about anything but simply knows about moving money in such a manner that they can make a profit. Now we have Larry Summers that is trying to say, we are going to have to take money out of the economy. We're going to have to create a recession. In other words, uh, we are going to have to zoom unemployment very high in order to control this inflation. I want you to listen to this and then we'll take it on the other side. The inflation rate has slowed in the past month, but the Federal Reserve is concerned enough about it still being too high that Wednesday they announced the seventh interest rate hike this year, but only a half point this time, smaller increase than previously. But they are signaling there are more rate increases to come, raising fears that they could tip the economy into a recession. It will take substantially more evidence to give confidence that inflation is on a sustained downward path. I don't think anyone knows uh, whether we're going to have a recession or not. And if we do, whether it's going to be a deep one or not. It's just, it's not knowable. Joining me now is Larry Summers. You had warned, we know early last year, you'd been warning about the fact that inflation, once it hits, is really hard to deal with. How long will it take to bring it down? Do you think they can bring it down, let's say by 2024, with these rate increases? I think the market is expecting, and I think the market is probably right, that uh, inflation will come down from its current uh, levels. There's still a question whether it will stay down and how much we have to do to make sure that it stays down is, I think, still a question. And whether it can be brought down to stay down without a recession is a very large question. 
my guess is that the Fed uh, will, in the end, have to suffer through a recession if we're going to uh, bring inflation down. Perhaps that was inevitable. Probably that was inevitable, given all the stimulus that was provided to the economy in 2021, given that the Fed was late, and very importantly, given all the supply shocks that uh, the economy suffered. But whereas I thought the Fed was very much in the wrong place a year ago, way behind the curve in terms of responding to inflation. I think in very difficult circumstances, they're in the range of uh, of having done the right things and pointing towards uh, doing the right things. I think the chairman was right in the film clip he showed that no one can know uh, what's going to happen going forward. Uh, my guess is that we'll have a recession, that it will be a it will not be an especially mild recession, but there's no reason to think it's going to be anything like what happened after COVID or what happened after the financial crisis or what happened when Paul Volcker um, had to slay inflation after a much longer period of high inflation at the end of the 1970s. Perhaps the unemployment rate will get in the range of 6%. The Fed is predicting a 4.6% unemployment rate at the end of next year. That's a million six potential jobs lost. Do you think that range is realistic? I, I think that it is, uh, it is really quite unlikely that we will successfully contain inflation with unemployment only reaching 4.6%. It's conceivable, but it would very much not be my expectation. It would be the optimistic end of the range of possibilities. I think it's much more likely that if we're doing enough to contain inflation, unemployment will rise more than that. I think it's very important to emphasize, Andrea, for your listeners, that we're not stopping inflation for the sake of stopping inflation. Right. We're stopping inflation for the sake of higher incomes for people in terms of purchasing power. And we're stopping inflation for the sake of avoiding worse recessions and worse economic instability uh, down the road. And that if we don't do what's necessary, then we're going to be looking at substantially more difficulty uh, down the road. Now, the Fed basically has that one big hammer. It's not a very sensitive tool. Are there other ways to combat inflation other than what the Fed is doing with interest rates? Look, I think the, the main determinant is what the Fed does. The administration did something right and important with its aggressive use of the strategic uh, petroleum reserves. The, uh, I think, measures that make it easier to produce energy are uh, desirable in holding prices down. I would like to see tariff reductions that I believe could contribute as much as 2% to uh, reducing uh, inflation. I would like uh, to see us worried a bit more about uh, fiscal 
uh, restraint because I think we're on a path where budget deficits are going to start to rise rapidly again. And that can be problematic uh, in terms of inflation. So I think we need to focus on both uh, the demand side. That's where the Fed comes in. That's where the fiscal policy comes in. And also, there are a variety of things that can be done on the supply side. And I think the steps that we've taken to expand infrastructure, uh, for example, will over time uh, have benefits. I think in the short run, there are things we could do like the reduction in tariffs, like making it easier to cite uh, projects uh, more quickly that would be helpful. The fact, the fact that we have to increase unemployment, the fact that we have to charge interest rate to pain the working class because those people who pay interest rates are the ones who least can afford to do things in cash, the ones who least have liquid assets. So they must take out a mortgage. They must use credit cards. Rich people can just say, ah, I guess if there's going to be interest rate, I'll pay cash. When interest rates fall, fall down, I'll start using interest again such that I can invest that, that money otherwise to make more money. I mean, it's amazing how there, we as the working class are asked to pay for all the failures of the corporate class. We as the working class continuously asked to pay for their failures. Again, these people that we revere or many want to revere as being the executives, the, 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 the titans of finance, the people who run corporations, we like to think of them as deserving. They are not deserving. We are the ones that create innovation and we don't make what they make. We're the ones that do all the work and we don't make what they make. It is time for us to stop it. It is time for us to realize it, who created this, who works this economy, what they've done is they have rigged an economic system to benefit just a few. And until we understand that and elect politicians who understand that, nothing will change. It is time for a change. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.